What's going on, guys? We're listening to the A-List podcast. My name is Nick. I'm Isaiah. I'm Andreas. We decided to start doing a podcast. We've been friends for a long time, and we really are, I guess, are like big fans of podcasts. We listen to a lot of podcasts, and I, I feel like we at least think that we have good ideas. I mean... Yeah, we, we, yeah, we do. Yeah. But it's... There's potential. We just got to find our footing. That's yeah. kind of what this is for. <clears throat> so you guys are going to have to... You know, deal with us for a little bit as we find our footing, but it's going to be a fun journey, I promise. You yeah. guys are going to, you know, join along with us and sort of be a part of the whole experience. The A-list experience. That's Ooh. what we can... Oh, Ooh, yeah, that's we go. good. Yeah. That's some good we'll stuff. Get there. We'll that get sounds there. like a cooler name than the A-list. <coughs> oh, the, the A-list, A-list experience? experience? Yeah, I like that. Name is pending now. Oh, but yeah. no, but we're like fucking <laughs> yeah, but like, stroking Joe Rogan's cock. Dude. <laughs> oh, Joe Rogan yeah. Experience? oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. 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 I think we should Never mind. Yeah. Never mind. There we go. That's okay. We've got a couple competitors, though, as we found. I think we'll do better. How did we not think of that? Whatever. <laughs> oh my god right, so uh i guess we're gonna tell a little bit about ourselves yeah uh, you want to take the lead on this one my guy i'll try my best uh okay so my name is isaiah i'm 21 uh right now uh i'm really into film uh trying to write some screenplays get into that and just be involved in that so this is kind of what the podcast is about it's just like entertainment um we have andreas who is trying to be a comedian and so wait are we gonna introduce ourselves no no i was just saying like i'm trying to lead into yeah it. lead oh, into like what like, you're oh, doing okay yeah, 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 okay yeah, yeah. yeah what's up my name is andreas i'm trying to be a comedian um uh, i'm 22 um i feel like this i don't know a lot of comedians do podcasts now i feel like it helps them get in that headspace of just being able to just talk without necessarily thinking too much and then like get my creative juices flowing i always feel like i'm better when i'm around people especially a group of people that i trust like my friends like these people here what made Uh, you want to be a comedian um i don't know you know like i always i like making people laugh Mm -hmm. um it's a good feeling i like doing that i've always wanted to i don't know it's funny i've been thinking about this recently too like what drove me to that i think i always first off i always wanted to be a musician like that was my big thing but i always liked bands like Blink-182 and like All Time Low and like those are like like bands that had like very present like front men and I liked the like going to their shows because they would like talk in between songs. Yeah, it's not just music. It's, yeah. yeah, like you go you go because you want to hear what they're saying in between mm-hmm. the music and then as like I kind of like drifted away towards music I still really like that aspect so it's like I don't know just the idea of like talking to people and like and just being yourself and being funny on stage. And then, and then for a little bit, I wanted to be a professional wrestler. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I realized that I don't have that um, physical kind of to me. I'm not really rough around the edges. Uh, but it's the same idea. Too, like. I could take the classes. It's something that I could learn. But it's more of like also the, the what drew me to wrestling is is that it's cool and physical, but also like you're playing a character and you're you're doing something and you're developing something and you're you're talking on a mic and you're cutting promos. And I kind of like... And it's like scripted and stuff, and so like I saw like the bantering between music and like the characterness of of wrestling, and like I always thought it'd be cool to com- be a comedian, and like they're kind of like two big parts of those things in one. Uh, and yeah, that's, that's a good intro. I feel like intro. I really didn't. What? Say it, what no, I was gonna ask you. I was gonna ask you. What, <laughs> I was like, all right. Well, I didn't know it going. What? <laughs> what made you want to get into film and start making films? And uh, well, I've always been super enamored with horror that's where i started getting mm-hmm. into film and then as soon as i i got a little bit older into high school 
and I saw, I think, Donnie Darko and Her. Those are like my two films that really put I me on. I love Her. And yeah. I was like, I, I just love the just the storyline. Obviously, Donnie Darko is a pretty complex film, but I just mm-hmm. love Jake Gyllenhaal's performance. And then Her, just that whole, the cinematography, I don't know why, the whole story, I thought it was really unique and different. And I was like, dang, this is really cool. Like, I really wish I could do something you like this. You wanted to do something like that. And so yeah. I just became more and more interested in it. Um, to, I guess, follow with, with um, what Andreas said, uh, a little bit more about myself. I like anime, um, really into artsy, artsy stuff. Uh, I'm not as funny as Andres, but I guess no, I can be funny. No, that's a lie, dude. You're fucking hilarious. But we just I want open you to up. be a comedian. We're just I, open you would up. fucking soar. Yeah, that's what that's that's an opinion, and I, I you know, it's, it's, facts, a good, it's a it's a okay opinion, but I think Andres is funny. He's destined for the comedian life. Mm-hmm. But to touch on that, I was also gonna say uh, I'm in school right now, uh, trying to get my communications degree and minor in film, also. So that's a little bit about me. I'm pretty goofy dude, and now Nick, you take it away, man. All right. Well, my name is Nick. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I mean, yeah, you guys did a very good <laughs> job, but it. I, I grew up with these guys. We went to high school together. We were all a very tight knit group, and we all worked well of each well off of each other. I think it's fair to say that we were sort of like, not the weird kids necessarily, but I'd like to refer to that group as like the Island of Misfit Toys. At least yeah. hindsight being twenty twenty, we were always Definitely. sort of like. Not outsiders, but we just like did things our own way. We were like bit. like the cool weird kids, and it yeah. sounds pretentious to say, but like we were still kind of like social. But yeah, we, we, we knew everyone. Yeah, we yeah. knew people, but we were also like, I don't know, like the stoners. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I guess, guess that's true. If it was true, like a yeah. click, like eighties high school movie. Yeah, I guess that's what we would be. Yeah. But, um, we, yeah, we started <laughs> like funny. mosh pits at lunch. It was gross. Oh, Honestly, God, it was dude, so it's cringy. so cringy. But <laughs> yeah, uh, oh, man. I think we're all cringy in high school. But yeah, if you're not, yeah. you're you're doing it wrong. Yeah, yeah you're weird. If you're yeah, <laughs> you're weird if you're not weird in high school. But um, yeah, so no, I, I was doing that, and I went off and did a bunch of other stuff that I talk. It's different. It's a separate situation. But um, I eventually went up to LA to go to school and go to film school because all I'd ever wanted to do was make films. And I think that when we sort of reconvened, like, what was it? Maybe like a couple months ago. It was like back in October. Back in October. Okay, yeah. yeah. So maybe a little bit less than a year ago, um, we sort of reconvened after all these years and immediately hit it off again and just sort of picked up right where we left off and realized that I mean, life changes a lot. There's a lot of different things that are thrown at people. And so the people that you're friends with now, maybe you aren't friends with like a year from now. And I think that we realized that like we just really clicked and we're on the same page about a lot of things creatively with, you know, Andreas wanting to be a comedian and then Isaiah wanting to do filmmaking and I want to do filmmaking. We just thought that we our powers are much better like combined and we can yeah. kind of just like work off of each other. And I think since then, it's, it's actually been pretty successful. I mean, we've definitely been making strides forward and stuff so i think that our main goal is just to at least for me it was just to like i want to be able to tell stories and express myself in a creative medium and share that with you guys but also sort of spread the idea of the fact that like you anyone can do this so like you the listener could up and do this right now like if you guys want to just like pick up a podcast and start doing it you guys can do that as well and i think that what i would like this to become is sort of like the three of us are sort of like a working example of that, not metaphor, but that sort of message, yeah. I guess. And yeah. In, in, yeah, exactly. In any sort of field, you know, like yeah. you could do whatever. And that's kind of, I agree with that. I think yeah. that, that's something that I want to do too, is inspire people to mm-hmm. just go up yeah. and do stuff. And I feel like we really help each other stay motivated. Yeah. And I think that 
uh, we were brought together for a reason. As yeah. corny as that sounds, I feel yeah. like, you know, things happen for a reason. And I feel like we're really starting to, you know, grow the boat. Hunker push, down push and really, forward, yeah. You know? yeah. It so, is really cool, too, because, like, I don't know. I don't know about anybody listening, but I've definitely um, done, like, said I wanted to do a lot of things. And I still to this day, I do that. But, like, podcasting has been one of those things where, like, in the back of my mind, I'd be like, oh, that'd be cool to do. But, like, I never took the steps to do any of it or anything. Even, like, we've been talking about doing this for a while, too. Mm-hmm. And, and we finally just were, like, all right, let's do it. And it's cool to like be with a group of people that you like hold accountable and they also hold you accountable because it's like people are depending on you. And, and yeah, even like good example would be tonight. Like I was, well, I did hang out with my friend, but I cut it short because I was like, oh, like I can't do this tonight. But then uh, instead of being like, oh, no problem. They were like, oh, can you like try to at least? And I was like, yeah, and I don't yeah. mean, so. Exactly. And well, I mean, that's where we're at too, is yeah. I think that it's, it's important because obviously like this is the first episode so like this isn't going to go as smoothly as like episode three or four yeah. or, and then like 10 is going to be even more so but it's important to at least release or like try to share these experiences to show that like everything is a process everything takes time and it's not like we're going to be really good at this right out of the gate i'm sure joe rogan sucked when he started <laughs> like you know mark Marin's still insecure about his stuff if you listen to any of the intros so it's like yeah nobody's perfect but you have to release yeah. i feel like you should release some of the mistakes just to show the progression so that yeah. you know it's people can appreciate it, it more i feel like podcasts are um of an interesting form of medium where it's not really super polished like there's edits you cut stuff out but for a lot of it it's just kind of like you're you're trying to talk and and put on like a like you're hanging like you're there with the people that you're listening to which is very cool um medium as opposed to like if we were vlogging or something yeah. you know what i mean no, exactly. like something like that it's more of like a intimate Form, yeah i guess yeah you guys get to grow with us yeah. You know? yeah we're growing yeah so i mean i think it's a good start we're pretty excited uh, i'm pretty excited i'm stoked mm-hmm. yeah. yeah cool yeah um and we'll uh lead that into uh what we want this to be like mm-hmm. um like a lot of podcasts are like just people kind of talking or like interview segments or like um, like news, like going over the news, yeah. like that's such a, a common thing or like reading tweets. Um, <laughs> yeah. but like for our segments, we kind of like, um, uh, what was the first one we had? The, those brackets, the bracket idea. Yeah. yeah. Brackets. So, so when, oh, okay. Yeah. So basically the idea right now, it's still being polished like anything else, but the idea is that we would say, take two films, three films, whatever, however many films from maybe like one subgenre or filmmaker or actor and then sort of watch them either together or on our own and then come at it and sort of put them in like a head-to-head category. So like for one example that is off the top of my head, we were talking about doing like Adam Sandler, but like early Adam Sandler. So we were looking at doing like <laughs> Big Daddy versus um, Mr. Deeds or like Happy yeah Happy Gilmore versus Waterboard Billy Madison. Yeah. Like yeah. I mean, but like, I mean, that's just a comedy. We were yeah. also looking at like we were to do like Ari Aster or something, it would be like yeah. Midsummer versus Hereditary. So we don't. It's not strictly comedy. It would be just like filmmaking because yeah. we. I think at the end of the day, we all appreciate filmmaking mm-hmm. and can speak Definitely. about it analytically. And we're gonna pick them, right? So yeah, we each. Yeah. So basically, we each get a, a turn to pick, uh, which you know genre or actor or, or director or anything like that. And uh, through the weeks, once we finish that, it'll go on to the next person. And so we'll do like a announcement after the finishing of that bracket. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that like, obviously there'll be like certain special episodes where it's like, if it's during award season, then we'll probably talk about that or, yeah. um, 
I'm sure we'll, we'll come up with it mm-hmm. as we go along. Yeah. This, again, is all sort of... Just a general idea. We're starting with a block of clay right now, and this <laughs> is the first, like, molding of it. Yeah. So we're, we're working on Great it. Great metaphor. But, yeah. And then the next thing we have is the prompts mm-hmm. that we're going to yeah. be trying to yeah. do. Yeah, so this that is goes, like, with our creative flow that we're trying to build up, um, because if we, like I said, if we hold each other accountable and, like, kind of um, try and milk that creativity out of us, uh, like, so... If, there's a subreddit. Yeah. Uh, I screenwriting. Don't, screenwriting. What yeah. is that what it's called? R slash screenwriting? I think it's screenwriting or like... Screenwriting there, prompts There's like a sub-sub-genre like prompts yeah. or something like that. So basically they um, people will give you prompts and then you just write to the prompts. Um, and that's like a cool way that there's always going to be something new. There's always going to be something refreshing. There's like a bunch to pull from. And then the cool idea behind that is that once this begins to pick up traction, people will know where we find them. And if you are a listener and you want to give us something to write about, you can even post a prompt, and uh, and then we can pull from that, and, you know, who knows where that could go. I feel like interaction would be a cool yeah, thing I, to have. A lot of, I know a lot of podcasts try to, like, paint themselves as, like, interactive, where it'll be like, oh, tweet at us if you have a question, yeah. whatever. It's like, but I think that we really want this to be, like, as interactive as possible, where yeah. it's like you guys play just as much of a part as we do to a certain extent, where it's like if you guys have any ideas or even, like, with the bracket ideas, if you have any ideas, just like send it to us and let us know. Like we'll be consider, you know, yeah. no ideas off the table. I guess we're growing. We're growing with them. We're, we're growing. growing. Yeah, so, exactly. You know, we'll grow with you guys. You guys got any suggestions? We're all ears. You know, we're we're like a young newborn baby. Yeah, we gotta yeah. get nurtured and I'm ready to get fed from the teat. <laughs> yeah. You know, we gotta the get tea. strong. Yeah. So. We're in our, our newbie phase, or no preemie. Preemie, yeah. I think that's what it's called. Is yeah, it? I think so. Yeah. When they're like, Brent, we got that soft skull energy. Yeah, we got that, 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 that <laughs> first five years <laughs> of life. Oh man. So uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, other ideas we also were talking about is doing faded talks. Faded yeah. talks. Faded yeah. talks. So basically, it's pretty self-explanatory. We're going to be faded, and we're going to be talking uh, <laughs> probably about things that are going on in Hollywood or you know any other topic that we deem fit for this podcast. We'll just. Yeah. And hopefully it'll be good content. And that, um, that'll that be fun because our goal for this, we can't make any promises, but um, our, our goal is raw and uncut. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we all agreed we like, yeah, we like yeah. it raw, so. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, A-list experience, we like it raw. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what the catchphrase is going to do. Yeah, we yeah. do. Um, yeah. But uh, so that'll be like we get we get drunk and we just talk and you know when you're drunk and you talk you just kind of let everything out uh it could be good could be bad (laughs) (laughs) it could be a really bad idea but you know it could be entertaining and you could have a good time and that's really all that matters we're here to make you have a good time because we're trying to be entertainers yeah yeah um entertaining yeah we're trying to be uh entertainers yeah so let us entertain you. Please, please. Sit let back. us into your ear holes. And yeah, sit back and enjoy and yeah. hopefully we'll make your ear holes... Uh, <laughs> come. Uh, yeah, come. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm excited too because I know like uh, you guys are, are both trying to get into film. Yeah. I uh, That's a cool field for me. Obviously, it's not like my, my dream or my, my passion. Like that's why I didn't say it was in the beginning. But it's definitely something that interests me. I think like comedians and, and movies kind of go hand in hand if you look at a lot of them oh yeah um and that'll be cool like i'm not I, I like movies a lot i have my favorite like 10 movies that i watch over and over again um so i definitely appreciate movies but i'm not like 
like I don't want, like I've I've seen like two Tarantino movies. You know what I mean? Like I've never I've never seen The yeah. Godfather. There's so many like classic movies that I haven't seen. Like I'm not mm-hmm. a movie buff, but I'm excited because I feel like I'm gonna watch a lot of movies that I haven't seen. Yeah. From you guys. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. there you go. And okay, well, since you're stroking us, let's stroke you, man. Oh let's, God. Let's watch oh. some comedians too. Yeah. Let's let's do that. Let's you know if you have. Oh, a that'd favorite, be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. We can we can yeah. add that to the list. We can, we can oh different comedians. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Specials. Yeah. There we go. Strictly Louis C.K. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> only new stuff. Yeah, only only Amy Schumer. Uh, oh, God. Uh, no. What's wrong with her? What? Yeah. Yeah, no. Like, yeah, um, she's great. She's um, she's really funny. Yeah. And pretty. Yeah. She doesn't talk enough about her sex life, though. She did That's do, my only did, complaint. She did that movie, right? I'm Beautiful or something? I'm Pretty or Trainwreck? Yeah. No, no, that okay. one is actually funny. I like the train. Good, okay. Yeah. John Cena in that? No, LeBron. Oh, John Cena too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, dude. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he has a. There's a scene where he's naked and he has a boner and the boner's like draping over his dick and it's like fucking dude, it's awesome. As a huge wrestling fan, it's all I could ever dream yeah. of. John, John Cena's. Do you think it was his yeah. real boner? Yeah. Just I can uh, see you, dude. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Dude, that five knuckle shuffle. Oh, oh my god. Oh. Moose knuckle. Moose knuckle shuffle. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Looks like a division symbol. Oh man. <laughs> what? I don't I don't know. I don't get that the one. The moose knuckle, the division. Yeah, division symbol. Like ball yeah, dick yeah, yeah, ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ball I see dick. the I see Oh, the I thought moose knuckle was another term for camel toe. It is. No, it's a male camel. It's a male camel. Toe. It's a male camel. Oh, toe. So it's the balls. Yeah. See, dude, we're learning everything. Yeah. We're, we're growing. We're growing. Yeah. If you didn't we're know growing. what a moose knuckle is, you do now. You probably didn't want to. Yeah. But now you do. Yeah. I thought moose knuckle was a split album between uh, moose blood and knuckle puck, <laughs> but <laughs> what? <laughs> that was a jo- that was a joke that I had for a long time. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, Those are pop punk bands that you don't yeah. really need to listen to if you haven't heard them. But no, yeah. uh, that's all I need to know. Anyways, yeah. What else do we have on the docket today? Because you brought up top ten movies, and I feel yeah, like no, if we're I talking about too. movies. I'm that'd like, be a cool, that'd be a cool intro. Um, yeah, like if you want to name off your top ten movies. Yeah. Um, that's gonna be hard. Yeah, I'll right start off, right off yeah. the bat. Yeah, let's see. I'll start again. since my like I said, I watch the same movies over and over again. I would have to say Star Wars, but I count all of them as one. So the saga. Yeah, yeah, the saga. I will, I'll rewatch those all the time. Um, Indiana Jones. Specifically the Temple of Doom, though. That one. No. I should, though. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. Um, Temple of Doom. For some reason, Temple of Doom is like a safety blanket for me. If I'm having like a shitty day, I'll put it on. Um, it's always a really important movie to have. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, I don't know. It's uh, like Indiana Jones is one of those movies where it's like adventurous and like cool, but it's also very like unrealistic, which is really cool because like Star but Wars. But you're able to suspend your yeah, disbelief. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. it's like, it's like a mystic kind of like adventure movie, which I mm-hmm. fucking dig. Um, Edward Scissorhands um, is up there. I like, uh, I like Tim Burton a lot. Um, emo Kid at Heart. Oh, yeah. Um, and then I got Beetlejuice. Good. That's Great a good movie. movie. Early Alec Baldwin in it. He's skinny as fuck. I didn't man. even realize that was Alec Dude, Baldwin. Dude, he's, 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 he's a hunk in that movie, man. Yeah, and Michael Keaton. Handsome. Michael Keaton has Michael range. Keaton. I didn't even yeah, realize yeah, that was Michael does. Keaton. Yeah, and Winona yeah, Ryder, good. dude. Yeah. There's a lot. Oh, she's good. She's good. I like her a lot. Yeah, she is. What else we got? We got Tron Legacy. Great fucking movie. I love that movie. I watched that movie when I was going through my like my EDM phase. 
I didn't school. know you had one of those. Dude, that's interesting. Yeah, that was okay. before I met you. Yeah. Oh, you man. did? Yeah. Remember I liked dubstep and all that <laughs> shit? Dude. Oh, I remember. Oh, I, know that, I know that me and Jeb used to listen to Trap. Yeah. Oh, God. my God. And we were, dude. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. I would listen to, I loved, I said I loved Dead Mouse. Realistically, I, I only heard, like, three Dead Mouse songs, and I had, like, five Dead Mouse t-shirts, dude. I was that fucking guy. Oh, yeah. I got them all Hot Topic. Yeah, um, I loved Skrillex. Oh, Skrillex I, is like yeah. <laughs> God, man. I'm so glad I grew out of that. Um, <laughs> Me too, dude. There's a lot dude. of people who haven't. Yeah, no, it came. Back. Raving is big. Yeah. Raving, Raving is plur, big. Really plur big. lifestyle. It plur? is big. Plur, peace, love, unity, respect. Oh, fuck that's that. that. That's that shit where they go to the raves plur? and they like hold a hand. plur. 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 It's like they hold like they do that shit where they make like the candy or whatever it is the bracelets yeah, and hold hands and then like. Move bracelets onto one. I don't get it. I don't know. These kids these that days. These kids these days. Kids. Oh, we're old. And Certain things like that make me feel out of touch. I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't I get it. I don't know. Yeah. And, and you're off Molly the whole time. There's nothing wrong with Molly, like, all right? And, hey, no, but there's nothing wrong with Molly, but when you're walking around with like beads and shit, like, yeah. <laughs> on and the Molly, like, do something cooler. I don't know. Commit a crime. Like, <laughs> yeah. make fake jewelry, man. Come on. Okay, but I will admit, I would love to go to Burning Man. And Burning, Man, yeah, Burning Man would be tight. With that being said, I remember, I went, I'm going to sound like a douchebag. I went to Coachella. And that's what makes me sound like you a douchebag. You fucking yeah. asshole. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> but I was in. I was not a fan of electronic music whatsoever. Although I did like a few Porter Robinson songs. Just Porter like Ro- oh, dude, yeah. I had to go to Porter Robinson once with my ex girlfriend. I high school. love Porter I had, Robinson. I had a bad time. Dude, it, okay, I'll get. I get that. <laughs> but I was. I might have been just like off my ass. I was high as shit or something. But I was like, I'll go check it out. And I guess he was on his like World's Tour or something. So yeah. he like. That's one thing is that like EDM, the music itself is like, and just listening into yeah. the car. But if you see it live and they like are really oh, into yeah. it, it's a fucking different world. Cause it's a whole production. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Cause I mean, realistically, like they're not really like, I'm not going to say they're not playing any instruments cause they're playing on like their board and stuff, but it's not like a band where they just rely on like their stage presence. And it, mm-hmm. it's a lot of like visuals. And so he really for that tour, I guess was taking on a lot of like anime references and sort of like Uh, 8-bit games so I forgot what song it was it was like it was one of his big songs that I knew and it came on and like the visuals were just beautiful and everyone was having a good time it's just like there is something to be said about this setting that EDM is set in like live but aside from that I'm not a fan I will give him that when I went and saw him he had a big like LED screen Mm -hmm. set up and everything and it did look cool and I think honestly I think my root of my hatred for EDM is the fact that I can't dance so I don't know what the fuck to do when I'm listening to you gotta do that shuffle (laughs) man that shuffle shuffle that they do I don't don't have any fucking rhythm man neither do you (laughs) (laughs) Isaiah was just trying to do the shuffle yeah Yeah. that's the makeshift that's not the shuffle but it's close enough yeah but yeah I don't know what the fuck I would do I like I can't fucking move I guess I would like try and dance but like I don't know I think it's rough it's it's difficult yeah Yeah, I like I like shoegaze where you just kind of like sit there and look at your shoes and and you just kind of bounce you make eye contact with that cute indie girl across the room dude yeah Yeah, that's what's up and our boyfriend comes and in. Bo- yeah. <laughs> fucking really shitty. And then you just fucking and then you walk away. There's no problem though, because everyone's game. happy there. There's, I mean, really. At an indie concert. Indie- no, oh, everyone's sad at oh, an indie oh, concert. No, 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 I thought you're talking about the raves. At an EDM shit. Yeah. Yeah, my bad. No. EDM people are freaky, dude. If you if you make eye contact with a chick and and her boyfriend's right there, the boyfriend's going to be like, "Fuck her." Like, let's have an orgy. Yeah. Yo, yeah, wear these diffraction goggles and fuck my girlfriend yeah. while I watch. Diffraction like, goggles? The fucking, you've seen those? The goggles that oh, like people the, wear that make... kaleidoscope Yeah, shit? those are sick. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. Those are fucking tight, but... You wore those when you saw Porter? No, I saw... Okay, so, all right. 
Maybe I sound more of an EDM fan than I actually. <laughs> yeah, you really okay. know a lot. Yeah, okay. Because there's another artist, and he's not even EDM. His name's Gasoffelstein, but the he makes fuck like. What kind of dude, name is that? Dude, dude. okay. Gasoffelstein. Gasoffelstein. I'll have to show you a photo because if all right, guys, it, like look up Gasoffelstein on Google Images. This man's sick. He looks like a robot, but he, it looks like a very attractive man, but like in all silver. Like his whole body is his silver. Body? So does he yeah. paint it? I have no idea. I think it's a mask. Is he like an a alien? Full, it looks like he's an alien, but he doesn't have an actual... He, there's no LED screen. He only plays with, like, two keyboards at an angle, but there's, like, mirrors on the front of it, so you can't actually see the... It, his whole setup is amazing, but his music, I swear to God, it's... it. The only way I can, like, refer to it is that it's, if you imagine, like, a German sex club, like a, like an S&M mm. club, like a really deep one where, like, there's mm. some, like, shysty shit going on, that's the music you'd hear. Like, so mm. loud that you can't hear anyone's, like, voice or your own thoughts. It's just that music pumping. That's what his music sounds like. Sounds satanic. Yeah. It, it's a little bit. It, mm. it is a little bit. But it's pretty sick. So, Gasolfelstein right. is worth doing. Okay. Anyways, what were we talking about? Did you about? finish your list yet? Yeah, no. I was going to say, yeah. No, I did not. So, I had Star Wars. Okay. I'll say my favorite Star Wars movie was Revenge of the Sith, hands down. I was actually watching that today with the director's commentary. So good. That's a pretty hot take. What do you mean? Oh, Re being oh, Revenge of the Sith, like yeah. the newer yeah. trilogy. Well, I will say this. I feel like uh, depending on what age you have, you definitely have a favorite Star Wars movie that pertains to what, like, when they came out. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people yeah. shit on the prequels. Uh, I love them. It's a lot admittedly, than the oh, dude, most recent. Oh, yeah. the newest, the newest Don't trilogy. even get me started. Uh, we can yeah, do a yeah. whole episode oh, just on Star Wars. But. <laughs> um, <laughs> They, the prequels, I grew up with them, and I, I fucking love them, and that's what Star Wars is for me. I love the originals. I appreciate them for what they are, obviously. Like, you can't, yeah. you can't not. Um, but also, at the same time, Isaiah, that, that makes me think, like, I think about all the time how there's kids that are growing up right now, mm -hmm. that Ooh. their Star Wars is yeah. going to be is, the Disney trilogy. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. and they're going to grow up, and we're going to be like, oh, I remember going to that premiere, and it fucking sucked. And like, <laughs> you know what? The Rise of Skywalker was really good. It had this, this, and that, and then, and it's just gonna be like, ah. but that's like the that's the weird, yeah, but awesome thing about Star Wars is that there's so many people that connect with it, and there's so many different views, and that's yeah. one of my favorite things about it. Yeah, but Revenge of the Sith is underrated. I would definitely agree. With yeah, you. that was definitely it's the best of the, the so prequels. Yeah, good. it's really good. Yeah. It is really yeah. good. It, I think I would honestly put it top three. Top three. My top three. Yeah. Uh, movies Somewhere. ever? No, no. Star Wars movies. In Star, Wars Star Wars movies. movies? What's yeah. your number one? I don't know. I would probably. I honestly. Well, let's save this for the Star Wars yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. May fourth. That'd be May cool. Oh, that's a good. Yeah. We should release it on May. May fourth. Yeah. Star Wars episode yeah. coming. So mark yeah. your calendars, viewers, yeah. listeners. That's a good idea. Um. All right. Enough of that. <laughs> uh, it was. Have right now? It was Revenge of the Sith, mm -hmm. Temple of Doom, um, Beetlejuice. Yeah. Uh, Edward Scissorhands. Tron Legacy, uh -huh. um, those are all like childhood movies too. Mm -hmm. I guess more recent ones I'll try and name off. I guess yeah, more recent one is Drive. Okay, oh, that movie, movie, dude. Yeah, that movie's fucking sick. good. Yeah, uh, it's just so like the music, the soundtrack to it too. It's it's like that synth wave. Mm -hmm. It's got like a it's a modern noir movie. I think that brought Synthwave back. Yeah, I heard that, that college I heard song. That song. Yeah, in my, in, when I was at work. Really? Yeah. Night Call. Yeah. Night Call. Yeah. That's yeah. what it is. Dude, yeah. so good. Yeah. Fucking, um, it has uh, Oscar Isaac in it. Yeah. yeah He's a great does. actor. Yeah, it has um, Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Ryan Gosling is a fucking great actor. I think I he's love pretty underrated. Movie. There's like no yeah. dialogue in that movie too, which yeah, I yeah no, speaks a lot for the actors. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's why I like. I think that's another reason why I like it so much is because I um. It's different. It's very different. But then also, like I, there's so many moments 
where I'm out in public or with people and I feel like very quiet. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not like it, it, it takes a lot for me to, to be social and like talk. So like the fact that he's like quiet the whole time is like, I don't know. It's cool to me. Uh, I feel like <laughs> obviously I'm not Ryan Gosling by any <laughs> I feel means. Like, I feel like Ryan but Gosling. It's just yeah. like, I don't know. It's just, it's cool to see a quiet, cool guy. Yeah. Quiet, cool guy. Yeah. Um, I mean, but the deep down, doesn't everybody want to be the quiet, cool guy? Yeah. You know I'm, how hard it is to be a quiet, cool guy? It's not it's like, pretty impressive. It is. No, it is cool. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not. I'm not saying I, I see myself as a quite cool guy, but it's cool to see quite cool guy representation. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I yeah, guess. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was watching it. I think I was watching it uh, with David. He's my roommate, and it was really funny because we were watching it, and he was like, "Dude, this is like cool for the movie and the setting, but if this was in real life and he was just quiet the whole time, it would be <laughs> fucking weird." <laughs> Which is like a good point. Yeah, I never thought about like it. It's almost like a, when you remove the laugh tracks. Yeah. Yeah. If he took out all the like, sick ass oh, synthwave, dude. dude, weird as shit. Yeah. He's like playing with the like the. The chick and his son, like, just quiet the whole time. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> just watching. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. But anyways, good thing it's not uh, real life. True. Um, <laughs> let's see. Seven. You're um, on seven. The Goonies. Goonies. Huge oh, Goonies. That's a good fucking one. That's a good movie, movie, dude. So good. It's, like, so adventurous and, like, like a, like a gang of friends just going to do some, like, pirate shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love that movie. Also, is Pirates of the Caribbean? I was thinking. I said pirate shit, and I immediately thought of that movie. Yeah. I think, it, it, we'll see. Okay. Let me. I'm gonna look through my voodoo too. Yeah, that's right. I'll, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, uh, should I go while you're? Yeah, no, go wait. I have. Wait, oh, wait. You, is your list finished? It's. I, I just wrote a bunch of movies. Hold on, I have three go more. Ahead. I could find this three more. I'm gonna say Nightmare for Christmas is on there as well. Okay, you got two more. Um, I'm not gonna put any like Disney animated movies in there because I feel like that has its own separate category. Yeah, yeah. Um. Oh, La La Land. Oh, okay, well, that's a good that's movie. another recent one. I guess all my other two that I'll sweep. Oh, and Hook. La La Land and oh, Hook. Okay. Hook. That's a deep cut. Yeah. Hook. So La La Land, I'll talk about those two first. La La Land, um, I like that one a lot because it was like people following their dreams and aspirations um, and also like a love story. And it's one, it's a cool one because like it doesn't work out at the end, but you realize that like it's okay for it not to work out in the end. And like they both got their dreams by sacrificing this relationship and then they meet at the end and then they're like happy with each other. I don't know. I'm a sucker for like love stuff too the mm. sensitive man uh and then what was the last one that i said hook hook, hook dude yeah. i fucking love peter pan that's why i said i'm not gonna count disney ones because i was thinking about saying peter pan but i feel like it has its own category but hook is also that's like my what my fourth spielberg movie on there or yeah, was it was like goonies goonies, goonies indiana, jones, indiana jones, jones hook and then like star wars yeah because he did mm-hmm. um one of those but fucking that movie is so like the ins- the imagination and shit behind it, and the fact that like, and Robin Williams talking about wanting to be a comedian. That man is fucking hilarious, um, and he plays one of my favorite fictional characters. And like, he starts out bitter, and then he finds his way back, and it's just it's a feel good movie. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Those were ten. Yeah, that was ten That's my right ten. there. Okay, That's ten. Do you want okay. me to go next? Yeah, if you want to go. Uh, so. I had to look up some movies to see because I couldn't remember for the life of yeah, me. Yeah, I still I'm having um, difficult. So I have a, a few. It's more than ten, but uh, I did put I put Donnie Darko. I love Coraline. 
I really do love Coraline. Coraline's good. That's an interesting one. I, I love that guess movie. That. Uh, her, Casablanca, Django, Inglorious Bastards, Kill Bill Volume One. Uh, so that's a lot of Tarantino in there. But I also really loved Hereditary, Never Ending Story, Halloween. Never Ending Story um, is good. Psycho Rear Window are one of my favorites as well. Um, and then I also had a Clockwork Orange, Memento, Silence of the Lambs. So oh, it's more than ten. Just good. Yeah. So yeah. Classics those, in there. Yeah. So those yeah. movies really resonated with me. I'm sure there's way more too but yeah i'm having a difficult time it is hard to be put on the spot yeah yeah but a lot of those movies are great i really do especially those first few i really love quentin tarantino's movies most of them um just the stylization of it you know the action all the exaggerated blood the feet shots the feet shots yeah i really do love the feet shots what do you like about Coraline? oh dude i don't i just for some reason i just really fell in love with it like i i i don't know it's I love just the story of it. I love the animation. Kind of oh, reminds yeah. me of a Tim Burton movie, but it's not. Yeah, it's a lot a of people different. think it is a Tim yeah, Burton yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was. It was a Leica animation, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. making like heat. Yeah. Right now yeah. they don't release you that often. You say Kubo? Oh no, I didn't Kubo see that. Two but, I, good but I heard that movie. was really good. It's yeah. a really good movie. I've heard Missing Link was also really good. There's like their newest one. That's like the chimp one, right? No, it was like a Sasquatch type character. Yeah, and yeah, but. I've you know what else was a good, good movie too? I what? just thought Fantastic Mr. Fox. I really liked that. Oh, that was a good movie. movie. I like that really movie. Good movie. Did you see Isle of Dogs? No, I didn't see it. I have that on too. Blu-ray. I haven't watched it you yet. Should I've check had it, it for out. like a year. Yeah. If you're a dog person too, which okay. I know you are. Yeah, I absolutely oh, am. Okay. That there's some like famous people in that movie too. No, I know. Yoko Ono is in it. Yoko Ono, Edward Norton, Bill Murray, and ScarJo. Oh, that's a good... Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. But... Yeah, uh, Coraline, one of my favorites. I don't know why, I just loved it. Um, Never Ending Story is another classic. I grew up watching that, and I really love it. It's kind of like The Goonies, which yeah. I also love. It has that, that what how do I say this, like retro-y. Retro. Just the storytelling, super, you know, the adventure. Yeah. And like, just that stylization is really cool. That whole, like, 80s, like, belt of movies mm-hmm. to come out about just, like, creativity and imagination and dreaming and shit yeah i eat that shit up dude no it's, it's fantastic. so good it is good it really is good even like back to the future yeah those are great oh i love those God. films too yeah i mean uh, these that's not the spielberg one right is back to the future spielberg no that's no. robert zemeckis oh. he did uh like forrest gump yeah what? No, really yeah forrest he did, gump he did back forrest to the gump same guy and castaway oh, wow. i think he did forrest gump i know he did castaway uh. um I'm almost positive you did Forrest Gump. I, I, if I'm wrong... You yeah. guys have seen Princess Bride too, right? No. Yeah. Oh, I love that That's movie That's a good one. You've I've, never seen I've it? I've never seen it's it. It's really good. I, it's there's classic. a lot of movies oh, and classics classic. that I, I've completely missed. Inconceivable! Yeah. <laughs> Andre the Giant's in it, dude. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. It's really good, yeah. too. But, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what else... To, you're done with your list? I'm kind of just winging it. I mean, oh, yeah. No, I mean, let me see. Okay, so... I... I have a very difficult time making this list and I feel like a lot of movies like go in and out of this list. I've always been one person to like not put movies in lists or call it my favorite movie because I feel like there's like, oh, there's got to be a better movie out there, a movie that I like more. But right now what I was able to write down, I've been having like a huge kick on Garden State. That one was kind of like a sleeper hit that was written and directed and acted in by uh, Zach Braff, who, if you guys don't know, was in Scrubs. But this movie, it well, we're recording in like sort of like winter. It was fall, so we're just getting out of you know winter and fall. But um, it this movie is tells such like a beautiful 
love story kind of, but it, 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 the way that it's shot and the way that the whole entire film is executed and written is so uh, like satisfying. And like, it's a very easy movie on the senses. So it's like, for me, it's like the perfect rainy day movie because it just makes you want to like this. I have like a really weird fascination with like early to mid two thousands, whether it's like the movies or the music or whatever it is. So it's like, there's a song called let go by Fru Fru that like, Wiz Khalifa sampled it in one of his like cushion OJ. Um, Is it tracks. black and yellow? No, it wasn't black and yellow. <laughs> it, was, it was the race. If you've heard the race by Wiz Khalifa, this is the song that sampled in that. It, but I've like, heard the race by Tay No, that's a different song. But same time, right? I think he might have he might have sampled that. Yeah, but DJ Alice. Yeah, but the the soundtrack in this movie is all like. Coldplay and The Shins. It's the it's the movie that got New Slang by The Shins like really popular, and it's just it's a really nice movie and it's very well shot and just like beautiful to watch. And I can't recommend that one enough. That one doesn't seem to be seen enough. A lot of these probably have been seen enough. I'm gonna seem kind of uh, I've pompous or pretentious to say some of these, but definitely Garden State. Uh, Her obviously we were talking about yeah. that. I remember when I saw that I was so in good. high school and mm-hmm. I was already a fan of Spike Jones. Just I mean, like at the time I was shocked because I was a big fan of Jackass growing up, mm-hmm. and so I kept seeing Spike Jones's name is in the credits. And he played; he was like a producer on it, and he was oh, like man. really a big part of the like the click, I guess. Mm-hmm. And he played the you know any of the skits with like the old lady, and yeah. her, like her tit would fall out and stuff. <laughs> that was him. That was Spike <laughs> Jones in that. Yeah. yeah. But it turns out that he worked really closely with Charlie Kaufman. I guess he still does. So Charlie Kaufman did like Being John Malkovich and Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind and stuff like that. So like really weird sort of eclectic stuff. Yeah. And so I was also a huge fan of Where the Wild Things Are. If you guys saw that one. that's a good one. I I grew the fuck up that day. I I saw that in theaters. That's an arc on that. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, that, oh man, that... I remember watching that as a kid because that was like gear. I remember there was like Nickelodeon like commercials, like yeah. there Nickelodeon commercials on it or whatever. And I saw it, and it was like the mo- growing up reading that book and then yeah. seeing the movie was so oh, man. fucking like just yeah. like it's like religious depressing almost. and yeah, yeah, it was because if you guys have seen the movie, it totally paints these people that you like you love in the monsters or whatever in the book. It t- paints them as real people with like real problems and like the main yeah. monster I guess has like anger issues and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it was a really beautiful film, but it's I fucked love, up that they did that. It's really, dude, the like, movies. They know that kids were going to watch it. Yeah. I went and watched it with my mom because my mom loved reading it to me and I mm. loved the book. And we watched it and it was like, what the fuck? That's dude, not like the I, book at all. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I went to go see that movie in theaters at the AMC in Poway with yeah. my mom and I left like sobbing. I don't know. Yeah. I just, I remember I was probably like 12 or 13 and I left like crying my mm-hmm. eyes out and my mom was like confused. I'm just like, that just, that's not how it was supposed to go. And I really like, <laughs> I credit that to like one of the days that I really like grew up a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of what made me love her so much as I was already a big fan of Spike Jones, And I was a little bit older. I think I was like 17 when I saw her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that like the way the fact I was already into filmmaking and screenwriting and stuff. So the fact that I was like, he was able to make like a coherent love story uh, with an AI with yeah. an AI with someone yeah, who's yeah. literally never on screen yeah. it, and make it like so like tangible and like real yeah. was just amazing no, yeah, I agree. Um, yeah 500 days of summer I'm a total like romantic and just like sappy as shit or at least I was I've grown out of that a little bit but that I fucking yeah dude seriously <laughs> at least I was man but like 
I still don't know what that word means, by the way. What is it's it? Like just a, like, it's like you kiss up to girls. Yeah, you know, okay. And you're kind of cater to like girls. Drake. Drake's a simp. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, got it, yeah. yeah. I totally was a simp then. And I mean, now I don't really care that much, but I, I definitely was. Well, so It's 12.32, so it's oh, simp it's it's simp hours. It's simp hours. Okay. Yeah, simp hours. Okay. I'm a simp <laughs> then. But the fuck? But fucking 500 Days of Summer. Have you guys seen 500 Days of Summer? No, I don't think I have. Oh, dude, I'll have to show that to you guys. Maybe that'll be one of the movies we watch. Uh, it's directed by, no, not Sam Raimi. Um, was it, it, was, it was not, it was not, it was not <laughs> Sam Raimi. It wasn't Sam Raimi. It, I just got him confused because Sam, Sam Raimi directed uh, Spider-Man movies. But yeah. so did the director of 500 Days of Summer. He directed was it the Amazing, I forgot, Amazing Spider-Man? I think he directed Amazing Spider-Man, yeah. Oh, wow. Um, Good stuff. Yeah. But that makes sense. That's very like teenage. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like those movies. Yeah, but Five Hundred Days of Summer is there's so many like romantic comedies that come out, and yeah. it's just sort of like oh boy meets girl, and like oh girl doesn't know if she likes boy yet, or like vice yeah, versa, yeah. and then it's like oh they get together. Five Hundred Days of Summer is like it's such a hipster movie. Like Who's I'm not it? gonna pay. It's Zoe like... Deschanel and um, Joseph oh, Gordon-Levitt. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think David was actually watching that. Dude, that movie's so goddamn good, but it doesn't like like baby anything it's really like these two people meet and like boy falls head over heels for girl and she's kind of iffy but like he just looks at it a certain way and so it does a weird thing where it'll like take the same scene and put it in two different perspectives of like what actually happened versus like what he thought happened and that movie will fuck my shit up like any i've seen that movie so many times but every time i'm in a different headspace like romantically if i'm like with someone or like just got out of a relationship every time i like side with a different person because yeah first time i watch it it's like zoe deschanel doesn't necessarily like joseph gordon levitt and you kind of think like you'll fuck her she let him on but then you go into it and it's like well she never said that she was looking for a relationship she specifically said i don't want this and he kind of just like said no and it it really like it's so, it's like the realest love story yeah. I've ever seen. It's such a good. It movie. makes you feel like you're that friend, and you're watching your two friends dating, and their relationship is crumbling. Yeah, and no, you can exactly. See both sides. Yeah, it's yeah. really it's dark. It's a sad movie, but it's really good. That's interesting. Yeah, but um, what was after that? Parasite. Oh, I've man. yeah. Dude, I how mean, many times have you seen that movie? Dude, now? Uh, six. I think in it's. Theaters? I've seen I've seen it like yeah. I've seen it four times in theaters i've seen it twice with family yeah. um i still haven't seen it yet oh it's my god been, it's a fucking amazing right movie i know it just came out too but i know <laughs> i knew immediately i'm like that's like one of my favorite movies of all time and it i i talk about it way more on the other podcast i've talked mm-hmm. about it so many times oh, so yeah, it's you just want to like, plug your podcast oh yeah i got yeah so i have another podcast guys this is nick uh if you want to look up let me explain with nick bianco that is mine <clears throat> that's mine why did my voice <laughs> <crack? laughs> uh, yeah let me explain with nick bianco that is my podcast i have my own media company good grief media so i that was sort of my version of that and my own podcast uh but yeah i talk a lot about parasite in that and it's just that movie if you guys haven't seen it you guys need to go see it it is literally unlike anything i've ever seen before it it i can't even explain it to you without spoiling it and to be honest even if i wanted to spoil it i don't think i'd be able to explain it yeah. it's such a difficult movie to explain but you guys need to go see it um eternal sunshine of the spotless mind we were talking about charlie kaufman mm. uh this movie is really interesting once again I think that a lot of these movies I gravitated towards, and if I'm boring anyone, just let me know, because I could talk no, about this for hours, but yeah, man, go for it. Eternal Sunshine of Spotless Mind, I, I realized that I gravitate towards love stories, but not necessarily like 
the sappy love stories that are like, you know, like I was saying, like, oh, mm. they get together in the end, whatever. Like the basic formula. Yeah, you exactly. Like the, yeah. yeah, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind takes Jim Carrey oh, in, yeah, in a yeah, yeah. role mm. that's like not comedic, and, which is like interesting. Yeah. And the movie's like weird. It's kind of creepy and because it, it's Charlie Kaufman. Charlie Kaufman does like very weird things. Well, that might be one of my suggestions for the bracket because that guy gets weird as shit. Uh-huh. But um, this movie basically is like, Jim Carrey is sort of like, and isolate like he doesn't really like talking to anyone he's sort of like an insider uh, or an outsider and so Kate Winslet comes in and brings color to his life and it's sort of like their relationship falling apart but the whole idea is that they live in this like weird society which is basically parallel to ours but there is the only difference is that there is some sort of procedure I guess from this company called Lacuna and what they do is they'll like go in and wipe the memory of a significant other from your brain. So whether that's like they reference to like some older woman whose husband died and then they go in and like wipe her husband from her memory forever. Oh and so it's like playing with the idea that like is it worth breaking up with someone to like keep the memories like you know you still grow from the memories and whatnot you can look back and enjoy them or just like completely forget yeah. the other person exists. Yeah. yeah and so that's why it's so beautiful because it's like they both do it but then the whole movie and it this movie is so confusing I've seen it a bunch but the first three times I didn't really get it and then like the fourth time I saw it I realized that the entire movie is Jim Carrey running through his own memories trying to hold on to whatever little memories he has left of Kate Winslet's character because he's like doing this as the procedure is going on so like his memories are being wiped while he's in them so it's really weird like there'll be scenes where like He's with her in the bookstore and like he's, you know, talking to her and she's ignoring him. And then all of a sudden, like the lights in the store are starting to go off and like the titles of the books just start to go blank because his memory is being erased. Ugh. And he like turns her, like turns her around and her fucking face is just like a sheet of skin. Like there, there's no, it's really, it's creepy, yeah. but. That's how it chills down my spine. Yeah. It's a fucking, it's a really, really good movie. It's depressing as shit. It's a sad movie. It's yeah. a breakup movie, but mm-hmm. that one's good. Um. I'm going to try to bust through a lot of these. I don't have as much to say about some of these, but Kids is a movie by Larry Clark and Harmony Corinne that basically mm-hmm. it, it tells the story, I guess. It's a day-in-the-life picture of um, these kids that live in New York, and they, like, skate, and they just fucking, like, wreck havoc, basically. But this movie's really, really, really dark. I mean, there's a kid that's maybe 15 years old, and his whole, like fixation is that he likes taking girls virginities but like he's really creepy about it and so <laughs> i think his name's like telly yeah, George, name, uh, yeah. is it gummo i love gummo yeah, yeah gummo six nine yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> with the flicky eye but it's too okay <laughs> but um he get it, the movie's just like so fucking dark this kid just enjoys taking girls virginities at like ages like 12 and like mm-hmm. 13 like shit mm-hmm. that should be happening he's like 15 mm-hmm. but um Turns out he's, is, is a, he's, he's wild is, yeah. yeah yeah but um i guess i can recommend kids that was one of the ones that like kind of made it on the list the ones prior to this really i knew were going to be on my list but the next ones are just kind of like ones that came to mind so kids i don't know if i can recommend it like seeing it but i thought it was good comet was great that's a movie with justin long and emmy rossum and that kind of has to do i guess sort of the same universe as eternal sunshine but like it's these two characters meet and they start dating, but it's like their relationships playing out in different universes and how it like crumbles apart in different universes. And so like the whole movie's kind of ambiguous. You don't know like really where you are, but it's just a really sweet movie. Um, that's on Netflix, I think. And then Short Term 12 
one of Brie Larson's like original original roles. Also, mm-hmm. Lakeith Stanfield. You've seen him in like oh, Atlanta wow. and stuff. These were like where these people started off. Fun fact, actually, Daniel Dustin Creighton, who went he went to UCSD for film school. And so he actually shot another movie prior to that called I Am Not a Hipster that's really good, but the whole thing shot in San Diego. Like, he shoots, Whoa. like, the Casbah and stuff. It used to be on Netflix. It's a good movie, but um, Short Term 12, worth seeing. Lost in Translation is very... It's just a good movie. And then um, Rain Man, because Rain Man's just a... I like is Rain Man. Is that the one Man with the numbers? Yeah, it's... Is that what the Hangover parodies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. What is it? Tom Cruise and uh, uh, Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. yeah. One plays like an autist? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dustin Hoffman's um, autistic, but he's like really, really good with the numbers, and that's yeah. just a, as they are. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Well, I just went off a rewatch factor, just like of how many movies I like to watch yeah. and watch numerous times. I totally, I feel like I stole that bit a little bit. I'm so sorry, guys. I just that movies are my fucking thing. Stole yeah. what bit? The whole the our top ten movies. I could talk hours and hours about. Oh my no, movies. it's cool. Yeah, I feel yeah. I talked about my shit mm-hmm. for a long time too. Mm-hmm. You did too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did too. Yeah. Well, there we go. But, yeah, I mean, we're at fucking 48 minutes now, guys. So if you guys have been listening this entire time, thank you so much. Yeah. Like, this is, like, this is so sick. Thanks, Mom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you to the three people right now that are listening. But if there's more than you guys, I'd consider that a success. Who knows? Maybe we'll pop off. Yeah. We'll, we'll, be, you know, we'll be like uh, Lil Nas X. Yeah. We'll just come up overnight. Yeah. Well, I think this is certain. Like, recording my own podcast like the first couple episodes I were just by myself and I had to do like an hour long talk just by myself and yeah. that's like so difficult and just like irritating because it's like you'll get off on tangents but you don't have anyone to like bring you back and be like okay yeah. but wait what was the question and so I think that this even the the synergy of having three people together yeah. is much better because it feels like you're hanging out as opposed to just having someone like talk at you which will be good I want to try doing the, the hour by myself like Obviously, I want to give it a shot. Just it's to cool. see what yeah. it's like. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like depending on what mood I'm in that day, it could work. It really depends on yeah. that. I've tried to do it when I'm not in the mood and it just fucking doesn't. I get frustrated. But it, yeah. I mean, it's interesting. If not for anything else, then it's nice just to like get everything out. Yeah. Like whatever's on your mind, you can just like speak into a microphone. And then people that are like, oh, sick, cool. I like that. If it gets five plays, you're like, yeah. holy shit, people listen to my thought process for <laughs> Does it tell you, like, um, how much they listen to? No, I mean, it okay. probably does if you look into it. I haven't like dealt with that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that reminds me. I can't do the guy. voice. Just yeah. the intro, and they're like, oh, fuck this <laughs> yeah, guy. Yeah. Right, as soon as you open your mouth, they just go, oh, yeah. delete. Oh, shit, this one, no. <laughs> oh, this is the wrong one. Yeah. That's funny, dude. That reminds me of, like, when people, like, I guess this doesn't happen anymore, but, like, back... Back in the days of Twitter, I feel like people would just kind of treat it as, like, their venting place. Yeah, exactly. And, like, kind of just talk, like, say how they're doing, which mm-hmm. which made sense when I was a kid, but now thinking about it, that's weird. Like, yeah. just all your, like, your thoughts and your troubles, you're just putting them out. That's what, that's everyone, that's what people that still do. That is true, though. but, yeah, but, like, like, when but you it get, was, like, deeper. When you hear back from people, I mean, not saying that I have, but if you went and if you do hear back from people that, like, are, like, oh, I feel that same way, it feels yeah. a lot better. No, that's true. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. And also, like, I'm, at least personally, I get into my own head a lot, so it's, like, I just, like, keep wrapping things up in my own head, but then once I, like, even, like, I, I'm not ashamed to say that, I, like, I go to therapy and stuff, I, like, go to talk yeah. to someone, and, like, it's funny, because I have, like, an ongoing joke that's, like, I think therapists, like, all therapists are fucking quacks, they just, like, yeah. they just are really good listeners, and, like, that's kind of, I mean, granted, like, some of them have good ideas, but I think, like, all of the 
I guess, quote unquote, like breakthroughs I've had with my therapist have all been from myself, just me like right? talking. And yeah. then I'm like, oh shit, I didn't think about it that way. Uh-huh. And then, so like, that's, that's why I think like podcasting for me helps if you get it out. And then even if you listen back to it, you're like, yeah. oh shit. It's also like a, a time capsule, yeah. which is nice too. Or yeah. It's, yeah. It's it, like therapy and like, and like even therapy, yeah, it's a big part of it. But like, even just talking something, it's, it's so weird when you have this thought in your head and it builds up and. And it becomes like anxiety, and you just keep going over and over again. And then, like, no, like as soon as you say it, like it's a weird feeling. Like when the words are coming out of your mouth, you're realizing how stupid it is. Yeah. And then you're like, oh shit! Like that's what I was thinking. I guess yeah. when I say it out loud, it's completely different. Yeah. Also, though, going back to the time capsule, that brings me to another good um, idea that I had when we were talking about making this is that the three of us all have insp- uh, aspirations to be have a presence uh-huh. in like mm-hmm. the film world or like the comedy world the entertainment the entertainment, industry. Yeah. entertainment yeah. industry there we go yeah. thank you see we really we really help each other well, out I was, gonna, I was also going to say something too but you go ahead you, I just, oh, you yeah. just reminded me okay uh, but it's it, it'll be it'll be cool because um, now that we're doing this and we're, we're getting it out to the public it will be a time capsule and it'll be like it'll be either a really cool thing to look back at and be like okay this is when we like started doing shit mm-hmm. or it's going to be oh. like um <laughs> Like, damn, that's so sad. (laughs) That's so sad. We had these dreams and they failed. I personally don't want it to be that because that's fucking sad, dude. If we have think of it as like a manifestation. Yeah, I was about to say this is us putting it out to the world. We're holding ourselves accountable once we put this out there. I was also gonna add that the listeners can mm-hmm. hold us accountable too. Well, exactly. Yeah. Say, like they can just be. Yeah. But we also want to hold them accountable. That's where the whole screenplay yeah. thing comes into play too. Where it's like, <clears throat> you guys see a prompt that you guys like when we're going back to the screenplays. Like, feel free to write about. Yeah, it. Like, no, feel that'd free be to cool write too. it. And, and you like, send in yours. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like, that would read be super review. sick. Yeah, w- that would be really cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, too, I think it's important. Like you were saying, where it's like, even if we're just looking back on it or yeah. like laughing at it ourselves, uh-huh. it's like realistically i'm like we're gonna release this obviously but even if we like didn't release it and just had it and then listen to it like i feel like if we look at it that way that's just like so much like i look at doing my podcast or when i do it on my own i'm just like i'm just recording things and putting them out yeah that's mm -hmm. literally it if it list if it gets one play fucking sick (laughs) but otherwise it's like you just do it you know it's that creative flow yeah exactly you gotta do it and then inspires you to do other things Mm -hmm. and then and then you just keep going from there Mm -hmm. because if we didn't do this we wouldn't be doing Anything. Well, at least for me, personally. I know you guys have been writing a lot. I've been personally in a huge writer's block. And it's been hindering me, but... Well, here we go. This podcast yeah, is the, just is the right life in. source. Yeah. The, the life you know, source. It's the, life it's the core. Yeah. The energy core. Yeah. And we're going to we're gonna build off this. And, yeah. you know, like you know, let's think about it in a more positive light. What if we do blow up? And this is where we start. Yeah. yeah. You know? no, that's Absolutely. true. Well, that's where people do start. I mean, fucking... it. The vloggers podcast? that are making yeah. millionaires, yeah. you know, millionaires oh, yeah. now or whatever. It's like they just Logan started Paul, filming baby. their fucking friend. Mm. Fucking Logan Paul, Paul, baby. Dude, he got to fuck Riley Reed. He That's did? Insane, man. Or Jake yeah. Paul, whichever one is married to... Tana yeah. Goose. He did? Yeah. How do you know? Because they, they were putting it on Twitter and stuff. And then they oh, were no hanging way. out in a jet. Yeah. Oh, you know, didn't uh, Logan Paul do a... That man does not deserve Did a podcast with Riley Reed. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so and then that. she like put the whole microphone in her mouth, dude. and she kissed. Oh, oh my guy. god, we should we should interview a porn star. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It depends I on mean, which one. Yeah. yeah, I would like Lana Rhodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We this is this is a film podcast. <laughs> well, you started. <laughs> no, I did, about I, did, it. I, did <laughs> I did, I did. I'm bringing it back in. I'm bringing it back in. All right, <laughs> Rose. Not, not Rose. Sex workers are cool. I support them. 
Anyways. Sasha Gray was in a movie. She's an actual. She was. Now. She was in Would You Rather also, which is pretty decent. Yeah. Film. I like that. She I was in. That, but. I didn't. She was in uh, The Girlfriend Experience by Steven Soderbergh. She yeah. also had an arc in Entourage, which mm. you guys will grow she to played, know is my fucking favorite show. That's true. She played yeah. um, herself though, right? Yeah, she did. Yeah. She played. She played like the catalyst to Vince's downfall. <laughs> it's Damn. just like he was already fucking up, and then he's like, she's he started dating a porn star, which I'm sure she's a really nice person. But yeah. like in the in the show, to she was a good person. Yeah. On that, what Andre said, since we are. Although entertainment, we could do a segment comparing the adult film film industry to like the actual film industry. Yeah. It's like you know pros yeah. and, like pros oh, and cons. Yeah. We could do compare and contrast. Like yeah. what's similar, what's different. You know what I mean? We don't really have to go in depth about what actually happens in the adult films. We can really you know compare the two. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be a good idea. We could oh uh, we could review like the Skinamax movies where it's not just straight porn. <clears throat> okay. It's like um. I mean, we could watch wild porn. things. I, I don't mean like straight versus gay porn, but I mean like. No, let's uh, just watch all the NC seventeen films. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah, like yeah. the ones where like they show only tits, and it's like uh, like the <laughs> HBO like specials. The, yeah, the HBO specials, specials, the the parody ones, and oh, okay. the Deadpool ones, <laughs> yeah. and shit like that. We could watch uh, Nymphomaniac. Nymphomaniac. Yes. That movie's fucking. That movie's yeah. fucked. You know up, what? Dude. <laughs> that movie's fucked. I wasn't gonna. Never mind. What? I'll touch on that another time. Okay. When we get on Nymphomania, uh, well, well, when we get more in depth on that. The XXX edition? Yeah. That whole movie is XX. I'm just gonna say, alright, if you guys are, like, fucking sensitive to this, please cover your ears or just mute it. But there's a scene in, like, the uncut version, I guess, and it's on Netflix, where she performs her own abortion. Ooh, oh, I've like seen at that. home, no, she that. fucking with the, like the with hanger. the hanger, yeah. yeah, and she pulls. I remember watching it because I was just like, yeah. "Is I, it?" That movie's fucking like three and a half. There's like the director's cut, and yeah. there's two volumes. So it's like one movie, but there's two volumes. Each of them are like fucking two hours. It's a oh, four-hour yeah. movie of some girls' like actors. trilogy of Shia LaBeouf shows like dick in it. It's not what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. It's not really his penis. Oh, it's not. Oh, that's what I was going to say. I was disappointed that it's not. It's not his penis. It's a. They used porn stars and prosthetics. For most of their penises. Yeah. Yeah. They did. I know they used a lot of like. Was Shia packing heat in that movie? No, it was like a fairly average dog. Yeah, because I think the whole idea wasn't like. It was supposed to be realistic. It would. Yeah, it was not like sexualizing sex. Most of them. Most of the guys weren't. Packing. Yeah, except no, for except the, for those except two African, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the two guys that didn't speak <laughs> English double, at all. They're brothers, weren't they? Or yeah, like they were. Yeah, cousins, I think. One of those. Yeah, they doubled, yeah, they yeah. Teamed that was a dark scene, but that was yeah. Yeah, she that was fucking dark scene. You know, it's dark. Oh, <laughs> that scene. Actually, I mean, that movie is pretty depressing because eventually she like loses like sensitivity in her vagina. Yeah, so her, she was doing yeah, like really. Yeah, because like, loses in, the, like every like all feeling. Yeah, it's really dark. Yeah, and spoiler alert: the fucking end of the movie. Are you gonna watch? Actually, it doesn't matter. You can watch it. So much. Fucking the end of the movie she the whole movie's like taken place both volumes are like she's like Stellan Scarred or whatever like finds her in an alley as she just got like beaten up and raped I think it's a it's really dark and he fucking pulls her into his house to like treat her and make sure that she's better and whatnot and doesn't and, he yeah he so that's the whole too. like the whole fucking movie yeah. is her telling him her life story of how she's a nymphomaniac and how all the shit that she's gone through that led her up to that point and then at the very end of the movie he tries to fucking like make a move on her and rape her after hearing all of this shit, yeah. and then she fucking shoots him. Nice. And then like that's it. Good. I think that's the, I think she kills him. Yeah. I would. I think that's how it ends. But yeah, anyways. it's pretty. Yeah. It, it's a heavy movie. You could really. I don't like. There's certain movies, especially like kids or this, where it's like, yeah. I can't in good consciousness like yeah. recommend it. Like but Joker. I just like if you if it. you, well, you like Joker, if you like but I get if yeah. you like really sort of different, yeah. very different, bizarre, yeah. you know, uh, vulgar movies. Yeah. 
then yeah, that is check funny. it out. I, when I was a kid, I'm not going to start on a whole other tangent here. I'm just going to say when I was a fucking, not a, like a kid kid, but in high school, when I was really into movies like her, and I still am into her, but movies like that where it was like I was all about movies that were fucking like depressing as shit. So like I loved Requiem for a Dream, and I had seen it maybe like one and a half times because it's such a difficult movie to get through. But I just was all about movies that just like got you so depressed that it was yeah. like it hurt because I was like, wow, how did they fucking do that? That's yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, my mom would always give me shit. My mom would always give me shit of saying like, why do you like watching this? You're just making yourself sad. And like, that's the art, the way that they can make us yeah, feel. And it's yeah. like, I don't understand, mom. Uh, that's, yeah, that's yeah. why I like her too. Yeah. Honestly, that one, uh, the scene with uh, Scarlett Johansson and uh, Joaquin Phoenix when they're singing the moon song. The moon song. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh, that still gets me. Yeah. I love that song. Yeah. I, I'm glad to say that I'm no longer in that headspace. I, I actually, like, tend to avoid movies like that. Like, I saw The Lighthouse, mm. and I fucking hated that movie, but loved it because it made me feel so strongly. But I never, ever want to experience a movie like that again. I fucking could not watch The Lighthouse. Did you see that? Yeah, we watched it. We um, watched it. Yeah. I was, like, halfway on my phone the whole time, though. Oh, I was yeah. distracted. But You don't need. You don't even need to, like, not be on yeah. your phone to it understand was, what I wasn't expecting feeling like, of that. so much, like, masturbation mm-hmm. in the movie. That really Oh, yeah, there was fun. a lot of masturbation. Yeah, but it was okay. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. You made it seem like it was... I think if like, you watch it alone... Maybe I was in a... Weird, weird, yeah, like, that's... I feel like yeah. it would add to it. Yeah, it was just a weird headspace. It was a fucking... Yeah, I agree, but, like... Cause there's well the end all right so like I made a point and I think I was talking about this in my top ten because it made it on there, but that movie usually when someone's going crazy or sort of like losing their marbles in a movie you have like a straight man so it plays against yeah. it so you can kind of t- it's for reference to see like who's crazy who's not, but with that movie the only people that are in the movie the entire time mm-hmm. are Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson and both of those guys are losing their minds like mm-hmm. simultaneously so you like no one's reliable anymore. And then, like, three-quarters of the way through the movie, the whole narrative just goes out the window. Like, you don't know what the fuck is going on, where the stories are, like, where the timeline is, because that's how they feel. That's where mm. their mind's at, the losing track of time and what's real and what's not. And so, like, that's why I liked it so much is because it, it made you feel like you were, like, in the room with them because it, yeah. it totally, like, you lost track of time and shit. Mm. But that's also why I don't want to watch it again because that I was fucking terrifying. On, on an article about it, and they're saying that Robert Pattinson's character was the one who was, like, more crazy. Because you know how William Defoe's character was saying, like... Oh, he's like, done this How he's bunch. killed, how he's killed. Like, he killed that other guy. Oh, yeah, doing, yeah, Doing, like, yeah. this timber work or whatever yeah. he's doing. And they're I was saying something about, like, how Robert Pattinson... Because, like, in the beginning of the movie, he already starts hallucinating. Like, seeing the mermaid and the logs and stuff. Oh, yeah, that's true. And so, like, they're saying, like, Robert Pattinson's character is the one who's actually, like... He is the newbie, too, mm-hmm. so he, like, doesn't know how to cope with yeah. it. Yeah, because William Defoe's character <clears throat> did have... Another, uh, what, what, what were they called? Lighthouse attendant. Yeah, I've been like saying. A, yeah whatever yeah, person yeah. who's helping with the lighthouse. And, yeah. and then his was that he killed him yeah. also. But like he's still that, you know what I mean? Like he still knows how mm-hmm. to do it. And then things don't start getting out of whack until Robert Pattinson's character yeah. like, comes in. You well, because like the whole idea and like, I once again, if we're getting off topic, but it was, <laughs> like, we're talking about movies. But the fucking, I remember people talking about the end of the movie and being like, Oh, you have to see it. You have to see it. Like the people were talking about the end of that movie, like it was fucking the end of Parasite. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching it, and like the end of the movie, I'm not gonna spoil it because it's still new. But like, mm-hmm. there's nothing explained. It just it gets crazier and crazier and crazier, and then like something really, really like insane happens, and then fucking it ends. Mm-hmm. And so there's no with the like because the lighthouse is like 
that's another thing yeah. where it's like the lighthouse is like becomes like personified it's throughout a, it. It becomes it has, its yeah, own it character, which is like interesting. Mm-hmm. But um, well, he also yeah. uh, I also read that uh, who who was the one who wrote it or directed it? Oh, Robert Eggers. Yeah, Robert Eggers. He, he did intended, the witch. He intended yeah. for the the lighthouse to represent an erect penis. Yeah, no, uh, there's a lot no, but there's of, a yeah. lot of sexual tension yeah. also in that yeah. movie yeah. that is touched upon. So I thought that was interesting yeah. too. That's a good point. But yeah, yeah. there's yeah, yeah, it's definitely a yeah, a vulgar yeah. movie. There yeah. you go, another vulgar movie. Yeah. I guess uh, I well, another one of those movies I can't recommend, yeah. but it was good. Yeah, and I mean we're at an hour, guys. I think that 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 was a pretty good solid first yeah. episode. If anyone else has anything else to say, no, just whoever's listening to this, get, yeah. give us some suggestions, give us some feedback. Like I said, we're growing. You're growing. We're all growing. So, yeah. yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. We yeah. will see you guys next week. We Peace. are the A List. Later. See you. Signing off.